This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, January 30th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom reacts to sobering study on SGMA. USMCA passes. Climate bond gets first hearing. A sobering study puts SGMA's impact far worse than expected. During congressional testimony this week, Fry Water Authority CEO Jason Phillips shared preliminary findings from a forthcoming economic report on the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. Phillips calls the new insights, quote, nothing short of catastrophic. Up to one million acres of productive farmland will be retired, that UC Berkeley professor David Sunding in his conclusion. That is up from the 750,000 acres projected last year as the more likely scenario by the Public Policy Institute of California, the PPIC. Up to 85,000 jobs will be lost each year, 45,000 of those being farmers, farm workers, and other ag roles. The unemployment rate will increase by 4% for the region, which is already among the highest rates in the state and rise to as much as 12%, wages will take a $2 billion hit. Annual farm revenue losses will be $7.1 billion. The Valley's lowest income communities will take a disproportionate large share of those impacts, according to Sunding's conclusion. Phillips emphasized these impacts will happen, quote, every single year in perpetuity to Californians in an area of our state that cannot afford it. Phillips told AgriPulse in October the study will, quote, be a sobering reminder of how dire the situation is, but it will help us make our case for sure. Phillips is helping to lead an initiative called the Water Blueprint for the San Joaquin Valley, which commissioned the study. It plans to soon release the full economic report with a new draft of water policy recommendations for the state. Agriculture blogger Dan Wright reports the committee shared the draft study and policy recommendations last week with the governor's cabinet, several legislators, and two Congress members. Assemblymember Devon Mathis of Veselia likely found the report proactive, that ahead of the meeting he asked the Department of Finance if SGMA would tip the state into an economic recession. Newsom doubles down on supporting Valley. In an interview yesterday with PPIC, Governor Newsom reiterated his commitment to a more collaborative approach to water issues, though conservation groups have strongly opposed that position. I care deeply about the folks in the San Joaquin Valley, he said. It's not just big ag. There are real human beings whose lives are being torn asunder because of the scarcity of water. He remains a lifelong environmentalist and cares about restoring fish habitats of the Delta, he said. But he cautioned that you're not bringing that back by getting into seven years of lawsuits where nothing gets done. He said that's why he's pursuing voluntary agreements with all the stakeholders involved. He cares about every part of California, he said. When we talk about following land, those are real people with real lives. You don't destroy a community that was built over hundreds of years. Both Cal EPA Secretary Jared Blumfeld and Natural Resources Secretary Wade Crowfoot care deeply about the environment, he said, and they think it's right to reach out to ag and work with these guys. The world is changing, and we have to change with it. Remember, Friant Water CEO Jason Phillips shared an update yesterday on the VAs and said the state is still holding to their threat of a lawsuit.
and the first hearing on a climate bond, the bill advances to assembly. After more than a year in print, Senate Bill 45 saw its first hearing yesterday. The Senate then passed the bill along party lines and through the support of Senate Pro Tem Tony Atkins without a single committee debate. Last week, the bill's authors also tacked another billion onto the proposal, making it a $5.5 billion bond. SB 45 targets a swath of costly climate-related issues that range from flooding to drinking water and drought. Included is $190 million for protecting agriculture lands from climate risks. That's a rare recognition of rural issues by a group of mostly urban lawmakers. Moderate Democrat Melissa Hurtado of Sanger did join as a late co-author. Republican senators argued the bond would be fiscally imprudent and the state should instead tap into its $7 billion surplus. Why does this capital not pay cash, Republican John Morlock of Irvin said. Instead, we're asking our taxpayers to pay double because of the interest. Los Angeles Senator Henry Stern countered that it's not a question of whether we're spending too little, it's if we're spending enough. Senate Ag Chair Kathleen Galgiani, a moderate Democrat from Stockton, abstained from the vote. She noted that as recently as this week, her office has been working to bring the Valley funding promised by the 06 Flood Protection Bond. On that note, the Senate also voted down SB 372. The bottle recycling bill had lackluster support from the authors of a much more ambitious recycling bill aimed at single-use packaging. The vote is being reconsidered, however. Dairy fined for dumping manure slurry on crops. John Brazil Dairy in Turlock has been hit with a $108,608 fine by the Central Valley Water Board for two incidents last year of illegally dumping wastewater onto its crops. Applied in the winter, the wastewater turned crops yellow, likely passed through the saturated soil and into groundwater. Regulations require valley dairies to avoid such outcomes by following a state-certified nutrient management plan when applying wastewater to cropland. Trump signs USMCA into law as Canada takes up ratification. President Donald Trump yesterday signed the implementing language for the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement into law, called it a colossal victory for farmers and farm groups quick to agree. The lower house of Canada's parliament voted 290 to 28 to allow for the introduction of Canada's implementing bill. It's only the opening step of the ratification process north of the border, but it shows that pro-USMCA lawmakers far outweigh those who are opposed. California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson said USMCA will help farmers, ranchers, and thousands of other Californians whose jobs are tied to agricultural exports. Lawmakers mull legislative fixes for dairy. Milk producers and dairy processors are looking to Congress to move a pair of bills that could address labeling challenges that the industry is facing. A House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee held a hearing yesterday on a series of bills related to food and drug policy, including one called the Dairy Pride Act, which would make it illegal to label plant-based products with dairy terms. Another bill the panel is considering, known as the Curd Act, would ensure that cheese that isn't a processed product could continue to be called natural cheese. 
FDA is considering cracking down on plant-based products, but the agency is taking too long to act, said Tom Balmer. He's executive vice president of the National Milk Producers Federation. He said their timeline has continually shifted with no end in sight. Unless Congress acts, FDA's follow-through remains uncertain. Meanwhile, subcommittee member Kurt Schrader of Oregon argued for the Curd Act, saying it would provide consistency to the consumer as they've had for decades, according to Schrader. Here's today's He Said It. DWR needs a reality check and a renewed spirit for this new decade, one that heeds scientists' warnings and forces contract holders to adopt to the challenges we're now facing. That state Senator Bill Dodd of Napa arguing in an op-ed for the SACB that the state should stick with the old biological options for delta flows rather than its new plan supplying more water for fish. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, January 30th. It's brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Dowling.